Hello and welcome to another episode of Moonchild Musings. My name is Kylie Virtue and thank you once again for joining me, listening in, and taking the time. I um, am currently sitting in my living room hoping that um, my little bunny rabbit doesn't make too much noise <laughs> for uh, the podcast today. Um, I usually like to record the podcast in our um, spare bedroom, but it is being turned into the nursery and there's just a lot going on in there and I'm getting more and more uncomfortable. So I used to sit on the ground (laughs) and, um, unfortunately these days, if I sit on the ground, it's unlikely that I will be getting back up. So hopefully he will stay quiet. Um, quickly, I'll tell you the story of our little bunny he is uh what I would definitely consider a rescue he I actually rescued him from outside um he someone had left him there he's a lop-eared bunny he's got um like a brindle coloring which actually has like some kind of um there's like an actual name for it but bunnies aren't necessarily something I know a lot about um I think it's called like harlequin or something cool like that anyway so he's come with his share of issues and when we first got him he was biting and he um was a little aggressive and we were very confused because we were like you're a bunny you shouldn't be like this (laughs) um and anyways so he's got he's gotten a lot better we had him neutered and he's just the cutest thing ever but he can be quite the um, you know, he's very forceful with how he asks for food. So hopefully he will not be asking for any food as I record this. (laughs) Anyways, I hope everyone's doing okay. Um, this week has been kind of a strange, intense week. Um, there's been just like a lot of intense energy and, I always know it's an intense week when I have people asking me about whether or not there's a, like, it's a full moon today, (laughs) um, because, you know, people are feeling, and, you know, we feel, we're energetic beings, we feel things, so, um, I have told them that, no, we do not have a full moon until the 9th of March, today is the first day of March, it is also my baby shower today, so um, I'm glad I can sneak this in before I go. I'm sure it's going to be amazing. I have all these beautiful, amazing people celebrating me and this baby-to-be, and I feel really, 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 really lucky already, and I haven't even gone. Um, you know, there's just, it's a nice way to begin the month. It's also a month that could bring a baby which is insane to me um I'm currently 34 weeks and a couple days pregnant so I mean at this point we're weeks away um and it's a little overwhelming I'm definitely overwhelmed I'm having a lot of intense emotion I'm tired a lot I'm fatigued a lot I'm feeling useless a lot and it's really been playing on 
my mind. Um, and I think that's important because we have a full moon next Monday, um, the 9th in Virgo. And it's quite an interesting one. Um, we have to remember that with Virgo energy, we are dealing with uh, Virgo is ruled by Mercury. Mercury is our communication. It's our insights. It's our mind. Um, and it can come with um, both healing energy because Virgo energy is very much, I always like to say like Virgos are like the hidden healers. Um, but it also can come with critical energy and an intenseness. Um, and then we have the sun in, in Pisces, the opposite. So when we have a full moon, the sun is always in the opposite sign because the sun is illuminating the moon. That's why it's bright in the sky. And Pisces energy is much more passive energy. Um, it's ruled by Neptune, which also is in Pisces right now. And it's, you know, our imagination, our dreams. Um, so there's a lot of um, interesting um, energy around that in terms of expanding our minds to think outside of the box. But when we have 12th house energy, which is Pisces energy or Neptune energy, we also have something, they, we call this in astrology, that's like hidden. It's like a hidden house. So it's like where our hidden fears are. It's, um, you know, where we carry things that we don't even realize we have. It can be like our shadow. Um, but it can also be where we find our faith to move forward. So there's a lot of energy going on. And I really wanted to talk about it today um, because I feel very strongly um, connected to these two energies. My husband is a Pisces. I'm a Virgo rising. He's a Virgo rising. And I have a lot of Virgos around me. And um, if you're in my age group, um, I don't have the actual dates, but I'm born in 1988. Um, you also have your north node of your destiny in Pisces, south node in Virgo. So this energy is definitely one that I... Um, feel connected to. I'm a very mercurial person. Like I said, I have my Virgo rising and my moon is in Gemini. So um, overall, Mercury definitely impacts me as a person. And uh, Mercury has been in retrograde and I wanted to make an episode about it <laughs> because so many people are like, what does that mean? Um, but I have been definitely overwhelmed with everything baby and just the fact of getting this episode out has been a pretty big deal and that has been really hard on my mind <laughs> um speaking of minds it's been very hard because I am critical of myself I'm very 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 hard on myself very overcritical of myself and you know as I see myself not being able to do all of the things that I want to to do or I used to do or I used to be so like laser focused on I have this little voice in my head that just tells me where I'm failing how I'm falling behind how I'm losing myself um 
you know, even physically, you know, I can't do the things that I did before. I just can't, can't do my yoga really. I can do very minor little things. Um, you know, I've gained weight from pregnancy, which is normal, but yet I still make myself feel bad about it. Um, so these are some of the shadow parts of that Virgo energy is that overcritical mind, um, and, you know, I'm constantly worried about giving birth and, you know, if I'll be able to get through it. Um, and it really started to make me think about, like, the idea of faith and having faith in oneself. And, you know, maybe we have faith in something greater than us. Maybe we don't believe in that. But do we have faith in ourselves? I think it's a pretty big question to ask and I think it's something that I personally have struggled with a lot in my life is having faith that I can do whatever it is that's coming or that I can handle whatever it is that's coming and I don't think I'm alone. Um, I don't think I'm the only one who struggles with having faith in themselves. And this full moon, I think, really plays with that energy. You know, it's asking us when we see that sort of combination of Pisces and Virgo energy, where are we getting lost in our shadow, in our darkness, in our fear? And where can we come back to having faith? Because the Virgo energy, the Virgo human is often the truth bringer. They were going to tell you, like it is. Well, if you met a Virgo, they will, they, they speak up. They say their mind a lot of the time, unless there's something else going on in their chart. Um, but it's a definite, they, they say it like it is. It's the best way to describe it. And I think that there's in, it's important to use that earthly energy of Virgo and ground down into what is actually going on? What is the actual truth that we can actually show ourselves? Look, look what I've done. Look at how far I've come. Instead of getting lost in that Neptune Pisces energy of fears and imagining all these different stories that could happen and this happen, you know, and we're carrying all these old fears. Where is that practical, you know, I can touch it? Um, evidence that shows us what we have been able to accomplish in our life. Um, This is very cyclical energy. We can think back to the Virgo new moon in the fall. We can think back from a year ago. You know, even in just this year, what have we been able to develop that reminds us to have faith in ourselves? So often... We cut ourselves short, and I am probably one of the, (laughs) this is probably one of my biggest problems, is I constantly downplay myself. So just in case I fail, then I've already said, well, I'm not very good at it, so, you know, that's why, I mean, you know, yet I have a lot to bring to the table and even as a um, slower tired pregnant lady I still have a lot to bring to the table 
you know, and I think it's about reminding ourselves and reinstilling our faith in ourselves, you know, and I'd like you to really think about how often we do that, how often we find a little story around why we can't put ourselves, throw ourselves into something fully, you know, we protect ourselves, it's a innate thing that humans do, it's an unconscious reaction to anything that might hurt us, we want to protect so that we don't get hurt, but yet we limit and self-sabotage ourselves, so what is it that you need to commit to fully? What is it that you've been cutting yourself off from? Where can you bring faith back in that you can accomplish whatever that is? And, you know, for me right now, everything is baby-focused, uh, baby but it's also um, who I'm going to be once the baby's here how I'm going to get back to the things that I feel like I have in quotes lost what is important to me and I think that's really important to focus on in this full moon because this full moon is going to illuminate where we are um, getting lost in illusion or fear and where we need to see something for what it truly is. We can take little pieces of both Virgo and Pisces energy, the Virgo energy of the critical critical energy in a positive way. Sometimes we can have critical energy where we can critically look at something in a fact-based way or really look at it in a, like I said, earth way. So instead of getting and painting this picture that something is what it is, what it is, it's not what it is, seeing it for what it is. And that's what this energy is going to bring in. Releasing that fear. And then using the softness of Pisces energy to expand past just critical thinking and past just practical earthly things to expand our minds through imagination, and through faith. And I think that that's a challenge, but I also think it's totally possible. I just think it's time to start to get really real with what it is that you want in your life and where you need to commit. I think commitment is actually even an interesting to talk thing, uh, subject to talk about. Because I know for me, um, especially because I am quite a, I like to do a hundred different things and, you know, commitment is an interesting one because I like to pride myself that I, you know, if I commit to something, then I'm going to play it out and, you know, I force myself to the point of where sometimes I need to let go of that commitment and I won't because I've said that I would do it and I can't let go, um, but I think it's interesting also because I have fear around commitment. You know, it's scary. Because when we commit to something in our lives, when we commit to another person, when we commit to a new career path, when we commit to doing something that's completely different 
than maybe what we saw ourselves doing or what others saw ourselves doing. It's scary because we can get hurt. Our hearts are vulnerable. We've thrown ourselves into something. And it's possible that we might feel heartbreak from it. But if we don't, if we keep ourselves safe, if we keep ourselves in the fear that limits us, we don't have the chance to experience life in so many different ways. We limit ourselves. We keep ourselves safe. You know, we've, we're staying in things that we shouldn't be staying in, keeping connections to jobs that we need to let go of, to people we need to let go of because it's what's comfortable. And yet we have this whole other journey that we could go on that we're too afraid to go on or too afraid to fully commit to you know maybe there's something in your life that you're kind of well I really want to do that thing and you know I'm going to do a little bit of it and mm, I don't know I want to make sure I have everything else still before I and you just don't really fully commit because fully committing is scary it is scary And I think this has been a play in my life for a long time as well. And, you know, being, getting pregnant is something that you kind of like are literally forced to commit to because (laughs) once it's done and once everything's in motion, it's kind of like, well, (laughs) this is it. (laughs) You're going to have to have this baby and deliver this this child and be a parent and it's almost forced me to commit to something that frightens me but also could very well make me grow make me change and evolve and love something that I like I've never loved something before so I think with this full moon it's really important um To bring truth to something in your life that maybe you've been kind of putting aside so that you don't have to fully commit to it. Maybe there's something that you've put your toe in, but you haven't really stepped all the way into. And this moon will illuminate it. It's just what it is. Um, And you can choose if you want to stay in your shadow, if you want to stay in your fear or if you want to stay or if you want to move forward and be like a Virgo person and just say like it is and if you make a mistake or if you go in the wrong direction there is a lesson there and I can tell you because I have done that many times myself so what is it that we're so afraid of all of the time what is it that's holding us back That we're going to look like a failure. And we're going to look stupid. The thing is, is all we will look like is somebody that has lived their life. And if anyone thinks that we look stupid, then that's their own fear. That's their own stuff. 
So I think this moon, even though it can be kind of intense because we have Virgo energy where it is very much illuminating and strong energy, but it's also energy that can help us move forward and maybe get off a self-sabotaging place or routine. I think that we all have some sort of area where we self-sabotage and maybe we don't even realize, you know, what it is that we're doing. We're unconsciously self-sabotaging. It's not always, like, as obvious as, like, something like doing an action. It's not doing something or just not even giving yourself the chance to do something because... You just think you can't do it. Um, And where can we bring in a commitment into our life? Maybe it's something really simple like you love to draw or you love to write. And taking that time every day to do that for 30 minutes... Where is it that we can create some sort of commitment to something that brightens us, that lightens us, that makes us feel like us? I think sometimes even figuring out who that is or what that is, is part of the unraveling of self-sabotage, letting ourselves be almost childlike you know when we're children we are so open and um we haven't been hurt by the world so we do things we love and we don't even realize that they're quote unquote wrong or looked down upon or silly and yet we lose something there we lose that ability to play and maybe playing for us is you know singing playing music dancing can be so simple but when we start to commit to something in our life you know maybe there's a class we want to take maybe there's something new we want to go down a new journey a new job a new decision a new path whatever it is how can we be real with ourselves how can we use that virgo energy and be critical, but not to the point where it hinders us and makes us feel less than. Where can we get critical and use it in a positive way and be like, this is what I like, this is what I don't like, you know? Instead of, well, you're not very good at that, you're never going to be good at this, you suck at this, you're this, you're that. And as we do that, as we start to get clear with our boundaries and as we get start to get clear with our truth and what we want and where we're holding ourselves back and we start to develop a commitment to something, all of a sudden we feel more like ourselves and we're able to come out of that place of fear and work into that place of truth. And I think that that is a lot to do with what we're seeing here in this full moon um, and I want you to think back too a little bit about in this past year, 
what has happened for you? How have you changed? How have you evolved in some way? How have you, have you been sitting in that sort of house of fear? Have you had faith in yourself? Maybe you don't have faith in yourself all the time, but maybe there was a point this year or the last couple of years where you demonstrated a faith in yourself. And how did that feel? Maybe someone else has had faith in you. How did that feel? I'm good at having faith in other people. I give them that a lot. Having faith in myself feels really hard. Because that also means having the confidence and the love for myself that I know that I can do that thing. That I know that I can get through whatever it is I'm afraid of. That life is happening as it should in this moment because I need it to be this way. (laughs) And that even when I'm doing scary things... And even when I'm moving forward with my life, I'm still protected and safe because this is what I'm meant to be doing. I've survived everything else. I've proven to myself time and time again that I can throw myself into new things or be hurt and get back up. And yet I cannot have faith in myself. And I want to continue to prove to myself and continue to have that faith or move into something as scary as, for me personally, motherhood, as scary as giving birth with the faith that I have the strength. So I want you to ask yourself, where can you bring faith in? How can you have faith in yourself that you will be strong enough or you will be able to get through whatever it is you're working through or you will be able to do that thing that you've always dreamed of and not just lose faith because things are hard or people have opinions or things didn't work out exactly as you planned some ideas for the full moon energy if you have any crystals at all it's a great time to charge your crystals it's a great time it can be a really intense time sometimes we can't actually sleep very well during a full moon um so just be kind to yourself and you know there's quite literally a brightness in the sky so you know um back in the day we would be working during the full moon because we could have you know we could work outside in the field because it's right outside so we almost have this internal clock that makes full moons um a little bit more of a challenge to work through or sorry to sleep through um there's also an intensity um, because we are so much water and the moon affects water we can feel that energy and when we have Virgo the truth bringer coming in to our full moon 
and there's a little bit of no BS with Virgo, we're going to feel it. So give yourself the compassion. Maybe, you know, it's a time to do that thing that you love that I was talking about. Uh, Maybe your full moon practice is painting. Maybe it's singing. Maybe it's writing down and journaling about what you are going to commit to in this next cycle or where you can bring faith back into your life in yourself um doesn't always have to be hippy dippy things that we practice during the full moon and maybe you can even write down a list of the things where you showed up for yourself where you showed up even when you were scared and you can see just how capable you really are So this episode's going to be slightly shorter, um, but I hope you enjoyed it. And if you have an interest in me going even deeper into uh, astrology in general, I'm, you know, considering making a podcast or an episode about it, kind of like a intro to astrology. And um, I think people are fascinated by it but don't understand it and I think it's been sort of put aside because it kind of gets a bad rap because we have you know things like the um the astrology and like the newspaper and you know but there's a lot more going on and even if we don't understand the different planets and the signs and all that there's energy we are energy everything is energy and I know that even if you don't quite understand it you can feel the shifts in energy in yourself in other people and in the universe there's times when we feel really intense there's times when we feel light there's times when we feel heavy and there's more than just you know what's happening with us there's a deeper connection going on so I'm hoping to continue um, exploring and doing this podcast um, at least close to the birth but I'm not sure exactly what's going to happen um, as I get closer and closer I'm just getting more and more tired and having a bit of a hard time um, even speaking and things like that but I'm hoping to continue and then I'm definitely going to take a break when little babe comes and then I'm during this full moon, I'm going to write out some things that I'm going to commit to for, you know, getting back to myself in a completely different way as a mom, but as, um, as a new version of myself as well. Um, and I want to see what that looks like. And I want to have faith in the fact that I can have, um, both motherhood and I can also have the ability to take the time for myself Um, to explore all my spiritual avenues, to have a class or two, to do things like that, um, and get really real about what makes me happy. So, um, as always, sending love and light to you all. I hope you get a chance to see the full moon, to look out um, at it. The weather, I think, is maybe improving here and here in uh, the north (laughs) Um, but uh, I don't know it's a very funky time of year 
Um, but yeah, enjoy the next little bit. We're going to be coming into Aries season um, uh, pretty darn soon. Um, and Aries is the beginning of a new cycle. Pisces, what we're in right now, is the end. And Aries, which we will be beginning at the end of March, um, is a new cycle. So there's a lot of new that can come. So if you're feeling like you need that, get ready. Write down your commitments, write down your truth, and start having some faith in yourself, okay? All right. Thanks so much for listening, and as always, namaste.